What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Jack, they fucking did it. The Knicks did it. It, it. KD, Kyrie, Zion, I remember all those days. First off, you made off like a fucking bandit. And that's bandit. Like bandit. An absolute <laughs> bandit. Um, but the Knicks did it. They are finally... After all the all the slander that they've been getting, the Knicks are a joke. Brooklyn runs New York. No, you know what? Fuck that. The Knicks did it. The Knicks are bringing a star to New York City this fall. I am moving to New York City in about two and a half, three weeks. Am I happy about it? Nah, I got friends. I got family. But I'm going to do everything in my power to not only do everything I can to make sure that city doesn't win a championship which will just happen in my everyday life. But I am going to, my Twitter is going to turn into a New York city cesspool. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make fun of everything in regards to that city. Um, I'm probably going to love it. I'm probably going to enjoy my time living in Manhattan. My wallet might not, um, but I'm going to put on a front that I absolutely hate every single day that I spend in that city and it should be fun. So any, any tips, any advice, any, Welcome to New York type messages you got for me. I'm moving to New York. September 9th is where the movers are booked for. I have a signed lease, signed movers. It's been a long time in the making, but a star is coming to the Mecca. A star is on the rise. I've been anti-New York for many years. You know that. You will fall in love. But you're also huge pro-New York. You'll fall in love with the magic that is New York City. Mm. But you'll also hate every. Like you'll fall in love with the poverty. No, no, it's not. It's not poverty. It's it sucks. It's awful. You've got uh, you know everything costs more than it should. You're riding subways. It's hot. It's sweaty. The weather sucks. You'll be freezing your ass off. But like, there are those magical moments of like this only happens in New York City. The only place in the world. Give me an example. Something that something that is actually falls under the category that you described as magical. So, all right, there's two things. One, it is, I know you've seen shit in Philly. I know you can see stuff in other places, but like, it's the only place where you'll see the crazy shit. No, the last time I was in New York and I I walked out of Penn Station, it took me a whole, maybe 75 seconds before I saw a penis. Yes, yes. And that's uh, that's a long time. That's a talk long time. A, talk about I've seen fucking, people talk stepping about a, over dead bodies. Like, talk about it, a cup of coffee. It is it is crazy. So that's the craziness of it. The magic of it is this. And and I think I had a moment where I went to Rangers uh, hockey game. You, you end yeah. up in the seats. You've got the Rangers wives behind you. It's an incredible game. New York City's the best. You then just walk 15 minutes uh, south. And you're just like in this whole different wonderland, different vibes, cool nightlife. And and New York, just in like an eight-mile kind of radius, has more to offer than any city in the world. So you'll love it. Including draft it. picks. They do. They Including do. draft picks. Uh, so you said a star. New York has brought a star. Uh, but Superstar will be on the way in a little bit. Uh, Watch it. And- in Donovan Mitchell. We'll discuss Watch that it. later. We'll discuss that later. Let's start with football. Uh, Eelson, if, you, if you're still hanging with us, I'd yeah, love to bring Speaking you of hanging, here. speaking of hanging, Miami, let's hang the banner, baby. Let's, let's hang, hang the banner. Hang the banner. The Finns yeah. 
Finns beat the Eagles today in training. They camp. did. I can send training camp champions. I can send the practice gifts all that we want. The the comedy, <laughs> the comedy. Jack, I know you've been busy the last hour or so. I'm gonna need. He you saw to- it. I showed it to him. I showed him the clip. I'm going to need you to to bring up the clip of Tyreek burning Darius Slay down the side. Which I'm burning that, Darius Slay. That man is He's eh, terrible. Slay was cut. What? This guy was all pro last year. Uh, Tyreek yeah, is didn't fast. look good. Tyreek is fast. But, Jack, I need you to break down everything from an unbiased standpoint of what you see okay. uh, in this play. All right. So this is Tyreek Hill. First one on one. First one on one. Tyreek Hill. Versus, uh, yeah, give up play a big play, Slay. Here we go. Tyreek off the line. Okay, good jam. I will say Slay's probably at an advantage here. The like, guy that's never played a down of football in his life is breaking down. <laughs> the pre- wait, that's that's just factually incorrect. What'd I played play? many downs of football in eighth grade, but right. anyways, if you know anything about training camp and they're running one on ones, correct? Correct. So he's not going to run a slant there because he beat him bad. But Slay has the advantage here. So he hits him nice with the jam. Okay. He's got him off path. He's got him running a little wide. And then besides this camera work <laughs> right here, this is where it gets silly. I yeah, mean, Tyree he's, com- he's, he's already no, beat. He's already beat. Don't get me wrong. He, he did no. get beat. But he's not beat yet. No, he's not beat yet. He's not it's beat already yet. over. He's not yes, even beat he here. He's, he's actually even... – Slay is running with him pretty well. He's running with him. But I, think he, is... I think he's behind him. He is. Just wait, till the, but just that, wait till the ball is thrown. That doesn't mean that he's beat. This is where and why Tyree Kill always gets safety help and what makes him so special is he's not fully beat, but like the next four steps, it's over, yeah. right? Like yeah. now Slay's reaching out for him. He's burned him. He be- got him on the deep ball. And all you need right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you call it? You called it a what ball? A deep ball. All you need right now a, a, is a what? Is, is a deep to, ball. Okay. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, let's see when the ball's thrown, how deep it is. Well, no, I'm just saying it would be great because he's got him <laughs> would, outside leverage. It would be great. It would be if great. He could if just lead him to, to the back to of the end zone. And so, you know, they get caught up on the feet there. Hill keeps running. And right there, before yep. he gets to the goal line, you can see where Tyreek now has to kind of stop. That ball's got to be, that ball has got to be three yards into the end zone. Yeah, it's got to be back of the end zone here. Uh, if Slay turns, he's definitely batting that down. Um, he's picking it off. Mm. Go in real time without the pauses. It, no, I even yeah. think I I think it was a bit further, and Tyreek almost miscalculated because you see when he like stopped originally, he like jumped forward. Maybe Tyreke it was a bit more ahead. In real time, here, watch. He like stops Ooh. and like jumps forward. No, it's it's not. Yeah, a, I don't think because I don't think he's running. The ball's picking that off. Ten but... yards behind him. Yes, he, he does under the But the fact the that Eagleson sent that to me as a brag, which his guy got the touchdown, I'll give it to him, albeit training camp. However, that is very similar to the Miami Dolphins posting that clip a few weeks ago of Tyreek just getting severely underthrown. <laughs> Do we know that ball was from Tua? Yeah, confirmed from Tua. Okay. Confirmed from Tua. It was confirmed from Tua. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It was another one I'm thinking was from Teddy. Good. I mean, listen, you got a He's lot a of you got QB competition so there, so I don't really know who you can call QB one. You've got and also the Finns might have the best wide receiver room in the league. I'm just gonna say that now. Have you? Did you guys see that Eric Uzamaka guy? Uh, Skyler yeah. Thompson. Was... So, so because there's a guy in the wide receivers room whose name you can't pronounce. It's a hard name. No, it is, and and he's a good. So player. is Giannis but, Antetokounmpo. He, 
but but he's wide receiver six. Like that's not going to make you the the best wide receiver room in the league is in Cincinnati. It, there's no real question to that. I've it, I've had a lot of issues. No questions. I've had a lot of issues question. with this. I don't think T Higgins really. See, that's like that's where like you're. Listen, just Jack, like he's someone... he's good. I know I know he's good, but like Waddle's probably better than him. No, 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 no. T Higgins, you, you'll see this year. T Higgins is, he's that guy that like your three break out and, and you have to remember he's wide receiver too. Jay Lamada yeah. was wide receiver. It, first of all, Jamar Chase is the third best wide receiver in the league. Right. I'll now. take Justin Jefferson over him. Me too. Me and too. cup, but he's the third best wide receiver in the league. And then and I'll T take, Higg and then I'll take Thielen over <coughs> T Higgins. No, no, you won't. No, I will. You're just racist. I, you can. I'm, actually, I'm just. I'm with you on that, Abe. And I and Beyond, you guys Beyond's will see really this good. year. He is. You'll see this year that like they're gonna go in in probably different directions. And, and for then, someone who's so big on Allen Robinson, I am. I am. Mm. I am very big. But I think what we're missing here is wide receiver three. Like Tyler Boyd is the best wide receiver three in the league without like, and it's not even remotely. Close. Watkins. Yeah, he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> so so i think when you factor that in right like mm -hmm. miami wide receiver three is not like van jefferson is non-existent i mean i like him but he's not like cedric oh, wilson. tyler boyd was sorry cedric wilson he he's cedric a good wilson was in trade reports uh because he was getting cut for a seventh round pick so don't give me cedric wilson no if you want to include tight end if you want to include tight end that's a different story but wide receiver room that's the top unit it's not like a blowout but that's the top unit. Well, I don't even think it's a, like okay. a fact. It's tough in a subjective discussion to state facts. That's like a LeBron thing. Like when you guys say factually, he's the best player ever. And well, you can't agree. factually, he is. Exactly. So, but for <laughs> us other ones who understand the difference between opinion and fact, I think. Uh, I'm not sure you totally do. Uh, I do. I do. Mm. Like, I'll give you an example. Opinion. Bengals have the top wide receiver room in the league. Factual, Donovan Mitchell will be a New York Knicks. Like <laughs> that's how you separate church and state. So it feels good though because my group chats are firing off. We're 15 days to football. Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes day away. Uh, Finn's Eagles going at it. It feels like football is finally here. We're just saying yeah. dumb shit. I find solace in it because as much shit Slay versus Hill and Waddle and and. X and all these people. Only one team in the league has a guy like Isaiah Likely. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just there's no mention of positive of the quarterback play. Like, not that there's no mention that they're having good throws. Neither one of you is confident in your quarterback. And it just like, it makes my heart so I'm weird. confident. Like, like, you guys debated Devontae What is confidence? What is confidence? For, to find for confidence literal in your hours. To find confidence in your quarterback. Like, you would sign him to be your franchise quarterback today. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, Look you, at wouldn't. His face. you didn't throw out numbies. <laughs> no, no, no. A franchise quarterback implies 40 plus million dollars a year over five years. Well, 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 like, well. Like Kyler Murray got a franchise quarterback. Right. Okay. Holmes, okay. So Josh maybe, Allen. okay. So maybe I'm not willing today to offer $250 million to Jalen Hurts, which, okay, fine. And that to you says that I don't believe in him. Correct. Right? It's funny. Because the Ravens haven't offered Lamar Jackson that much amount. Yes, of money. they have. Mm. It actually came out this week. It came yeah. out this week. 
Eh. Eagles, if you pick care. it up what I'm putting down here. Yep. <laughs> if we don't believe in our quarterback because we won't sign him, the Ravens haven't signed theirs. Yeah, what does that make Lamar? Because we're focused on a no, Super Bowl right I, now. Eagles, I was referring to Huntley. I said the Ravens haven't signed their quarterback. Oh, yep. He's we the have Isaiah The Ravens likely. are a, a sound organization. Not <laughs> we have Isaiah running. likely. Oh, yeah. The Ravens are a sound organization. We have Isaiah likely. What, by not signing a running back. You don't sign running backs, and the Ravens are smart. Like I said, it feels good that Abe's awful takes on the Ravens are back. Football, you know, awful is Awful takes. Is you mean the team is... that didn't make the playoffs last year who has maybe, maybe. You know what? Now the, is the, the part... team that had the worst record out of the three on this podcast also. Eagleson, yes. Eagleson, yes, Eagleson, Eagleson, you know the uh, – Do we fancy know... another wager? We do. Eagleson, but we not do. right now. Eagleson, you know how, like, there's always those um, – those stu- like, when the Lions would go 0-16, there's always the idiots, like – would Alabama beat this Lions team? Like, yeah, no, yeah. they wouldn't. Obviously, but not. there is a discussion to be had. Could Alabama corners stick the way Ravens wide receiver room? <laughs> I actually think that's a fair argument. <laughs> I would like to see it. I, I actually think, think that is a fair happening. argument. That wide receiver, like, like, like you're saying, strictly one on ones, right? Aren't going to be able to fucking stick Texas Longhorns wide receivers. I didn't say anything about the long the Longhorns receiving room is better than the Ravens. Better than the Ravens. Is Xavier Jack? Is Xavier is Xavier Worthy the number one receiver on the Ravens this year? No. If he was in Guys, purple, Rashad Bateman is very, very, very good. Mark Andrews very, very, very good. Yes. At what? How many? How many? Okay, so how many yards does does four varies equal? It's got to be at least like this. like this season. He'll be. Yeah. He'll probably be a. 900 to 1,000-yard receiver. That's Bob. We're not a a pass-first offense, unless we are. Mm, That works in today's NFL. You think he even hits 1,000 receiving yards? Wait, the the Eagles were the most efficient and run-heavy offense in the league. Yeah, what did it get us? A wild-card L. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. When was the last time you guys won a playoff game? 2018. Eagles, when was the last time you guys won a playoff game? 1973. All right, so we're going to move along to week zero of college football. Uh, where we'll talk about another Longhorn, Casey Thompson. Abe, Nebraska plays Northwestern on Saturday in Ireland. In In Ireland. Ireland. Um, Texas fans are up in arms because Casey Thompson, the new starting quarterback for Nebraska, said this, and I quote. Who is – okay, fill me in. What does Casey Casey, Thompson have to do with Texas? So last season, Casey Thompson was the starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. Mm. Quinn, and, you were uh, and now he plays for Nebraska. Now he plays for Nebraska. I think we're on the Northwestern money line. No, 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 no. Casey Casey Thompson is a bona fide stud. He was he had uh, let's see, I think it was something like thirty three drives last season. To the first thirty three drives last season, he scored thirty touchdowns. How did you like, guys win five games? We. That's a great question. <laughs> Oklahoma game. We are up. I think it was something like uh, 28 to 7 or something. We were up three touchdowns or something. He throws a pass, hits his hand on someone's helmet. And the reports throughout the year are just like, oh, he's got like a sprained finger, all this stuff. They had an x-ray after the season. His hand was like mad. Pretty much broken. No, 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 no. It was beyond. They said like Russell Wilson took six weeks to come back. Casey Thompson shouldn't have been playing. He's a stud. The old Jason Tatum LeBron. It's okay. Nebraska's After the fact, be we great. claim injury. So, anyways, quote was uh, 
there's not really a drop off between the Nebraska running backs and wide receivers versus the Texas one. Texas fans crying, dying, like, oh my god, why is sarcastic he laughing? Like, I hate that shit. Like, he's the starting quarterback for that team. What do you expect? Did you not hear Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins? Like, like, come on, people, come on. So I'm not offended by it. I'm rooting for the kid. But really, I'm just excited. Week zero, college football is here. Who did you know, the Knicks play? Week one. I don't know. <laughs> Let's check. PSU football schedule. Ooh, at Purdue. Nope. Yeah, at Purdue. That's an L. They're oh, doing at night. This... At night. <laughs> That's an L. <laughs> They're doing this weird thing where the, the Big Ten is playing, like, conference games to open the season. I hate that. Like, Get those layups going. Get the get Sean Clifford feeling good about himself. Nah, get an L early. Get an L early. Bring the heat on Franklin. He can't beat Purdue on the road. Then you, uh, hopefully we play Ohio, against Ohio at not Ohio State, Ohio at home the following week. You hope Ohio can cover that. Um, so then we're one and one, uh, straight up zero and two ATS, and then we go to Auburn against the SEC, which we beat last year. So hopefully the SEC has our number, and then we're sitting at one and two. Franklin's seat is scorching hot, and we get him out of there. We bring up an interim, and uh, we run the table, and you know, losing a New Year's Six Bowl. Time is a flat circle, baby. That's the dream, brother. That's the dream. All right. Well, today is eight twenty-four. If you're listening to the pod on Thursday, it's eight twenty-five. Today is obviously Kobe Day, his birthday yesterday. Rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, today, what's your favorite Kobe memory? Either 81 against the Raptors. I do remember watching that. I, but, like – You called it pregame. I, I remember. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you it. called me. You were like, I got a feeling he's going to go for 70 today. <laughs> we need a top 10 LeBron quote of all time. <laughs> that has to be up. And that is so under the radar of a LeBron quote. LeBron saying that he, he, he had a feeling that Kobe was going to go and get 81. <laughs> um but probably, like, I don't know, we were young during the Kobe days. Like, when he was scored 60 in his final game, I remember it fell on the same night that the Warriors set the regular season wins record, and nobody was watching that game. Everyone was watching the Kobe. Came back against Utah and won it. Probably that. Um, but I had, I, I had an issue with something Kobe-related, and it has nothing to do with Kobe, really, but there's a hospital somewhere. It actually has to do with the Lakers. I don't know if you saw this today. There's a hospital somewhere that either yesterday or today, because yesterday being Kobe's birthday, today being mm-hmm. 824, that was like for every person that had a newborn baby that day, they were wrapping the baby in like a Lakers blanket and it had like a personal note from like the Lakers organization and it had like a, a number eight beanie on the baby's head. Go on Twitter and find this or Eagles and find this. Dude, who the fuck does Jeannie Buss think she is just forcing <laughs> Lakers fandom on this six minute old child? I kind of respect it. I think that's pretty cool, but I hear you. I like, definitely like, you can't just like what if that baby was born to a diehard Clippers family or like a Celtics family? Like you can't just fucking stick your dick everywhere, Genie Bus. Like that's how I feel about that. Again, it's something that something that shouldn't get me angry. It's just so <laughs> so irrelevant to the greater good of planet Earth that just for some reason eats at me. But 
So, all right, that's your favorite Kobe memory. Chat, uh, what's your favorite Kobe memory? Warner with the famous, we ain't done yet. That's a great one. My personal favorite, obviously everyone remembers the 60 against the Jazz last game. It was just like, how could you possibly have a Kobe-esque moment on the last game? And the comeback was just so real. And even to the point of like, people thought it was staged, like that Gordon Hayward like was trying behind that. Right, of course you could. Uh, But, like, that's Kobe. Like, he made shit happen out of thin air that didn't seem believable. My favorite is is the bank three against the Heat on on Christmas uh, or whatever holiday it was. It's just, like, once again, he made something out of nothing against D-Wade, the respect between the two, two of the three greatest shooting guards of all time uh, with Jimmy Harden as a point guard. Uh, but we've got Tay Graham. I like the profile picture. It says his final game against the Jazz. Emiliano says going back to back without Emiliano. Shaq. That was a moment. That's a major moment that, like, you know, there were doubters that he couldn't do it. This was the anti Kevin Durant. The anti Kevin Durant. This is in the game seven against Boston. I remember that pretty vividly just because, one, they lost, and two, it was like the worst game ever. Yeah. It was like a classic, like 70-something to 70. But then they, they got the redemption against mm-hmm. Boston. Right. Which was also the worst game ever. It was like 90 to 87. I think our test or meta world piece, I forget who it was at the time, hit a big three. But, yeah, good transition. Kobe was the anti-Durant, left his superstar teammate, and Kevin, still got the Kevin, job Kevin. done. I, I think my favorite is Kobe Kevin the Durant. anti Is Kobe the anti-Durant or is Durant Kobe? I'm hearing all this Durant is now Kobe with the whole rescinded trade request, everything that, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Wojnarowski with the hell of a, hell of a take yesterday. Uh, but KD, Kevin Durant has opted in to his four-year fully guaranteed maximum NBA contract. The favorite, the best tweet of yesterday was the the Apple employee with Drake showing you know, Rich Kleiman showing Kevin Durant that he signed a, a five-year deal with the Nets and, and must fulfill those requirements. I mean, no. I mean, the some of my favorite content from yesterday was Kevin Durant going, trade me, Nets. No. Okay. Fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash. No. All right, let's hoop. <laughs> he, he is the first so, superstar. So, so KD, KD and, and Kyrie are staying in Brooklyn. And I'm not mad about it. For the reason like Pat Bevis. Pat Bevis. I'm not mad about it for the reason that, like, oh, the Nets are good because they are. They're still really freaking good. I'm mad about it because I really, really just wanted to see Simmons like just be fucked. <laughs> Honestly. I didn't care if if Dur- I mean I did, but if like Durant went to Miami, obviously that would have sucked. Or if Durant went to Boston, that would have sucked. I guess the next base kit. Next best case scenario in the East is he just stays put with Kyrie because now we get a confirmed full seven months of just prime soap opera television. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, Durant, Kyrie, the Nets mm, made up, kiss and make up. You can't sit here and say that everything is going to go so swimmingly. Kevin Durant, a week ago. Seven days ago, was calling for the GM and the head coach's head. And now they're all just kissy-kissy, makey-uppy? 
come on. This Because they going... got a boardroom logo on the press what release? What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? You think KD said, I'll stay if you throw the logo on the release? And I think like... that might that might have been a Rich Climate thing. But yeah, I, I don't know who's pulling the strings. I'll give credit to the Brooklyn Nets organization because they almost burned down the best thing and it just would have never happened. And they kept it together. And everyone knows that winning solves things. And this is the team that, that you know, has the best chance to win, is, is a team with Kevin Durant, not a team with Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. With that being said, uh, you know, are the Nets – I think they, they're contenders. Like, you still have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Everyone knows what the, the big mystery is with Ben 10. But the rest of the roster oh, is Oh, no, much- there's no mystery, bro. He was cleared for three-on-three activities. Well – so he could play in the Olympics, but we, we're trying to get him into the NBA again uh, uh, for five on five action. But who's what was the, la- the, <laughs> the last time Ben played Simmons played game? a basketball game was game seven against the Atlanta Hawks. He has not stepped foot on an NBA. I'm sorry. He has not stepped foot on the NBA basketball court unless he was in a stupid fucking outfit <laughs> since the Atlanta Hawks series. It's amazing. But I will say the roster is much better. I'm not going to use there. So much shit is going to go down with the Nets that I don't need to get a takeout on if they're going to win the the East or or get swept. And for the people who are saying, "Oh, the Nets got swept last year," yes, but they like did. their team stunk. Their team, like Andre, they had Drummers, Kyrie and KD. They did, but this team: Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Uh, they had Seth they, Curry. They had Seth Curry. They didn't have Joe Harris. Claxton. Oh, they didn't have Royce O'Neal. I'll give you that. Royce O'Neal. They they actually have. They had Claxton. Up. I know. I understand. I'm saying they have other pieces that are back and have added. And I think, and they have Ben Simmons. Subtraction that, by subtraction by addition, baby. The, the, what I am going to use this time to do though, is obviously uh, not hate, but troll, not mm. hate, but troll. I'm in Eagleson referee this appropriately, <laughs> just in case. Uh, all right. Where do we start? Phoenix. Um, Miami, Boston, uh, uh, who else? Who, Memphis, whoever else was in the realm of, we can't trade this player for Kevin Durant. L O L. You couldn't give up Desmond Bain for Kevin Durant. You couldn't do biceps it. Bain. You, you couldn't give up, uh, Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges. I mean, com- when combined, they almost matched the stats of Kevin Durant per half. Uh, you, could, you couldn't give up Jalen Brown. He's so good. He's almost as good as Kevin Durant. But you had to hold on to Marcus Smart. You just had to do can, it. Can I – I want to defend one of those teams really quick. The Memphis Grizzlies. No, that can't be the team. It has to be the team. It has to be the team that you defend. And hear me out on this. Boston went to the championship last year without Kevin Durant. Phoenix, forget about last year, what happened in the playoffs. They went to the championship the year before without Kevin Durant. You can't sit here and tell me that a team compromise of John Morant, Kevin Durant, and a bunch of fuckets, Dylan Brooks, is like a a surefire contender. That might fall into a cutie category for me. Whereas the Bostons and the Phoenixes of the world have been right there. And then adding a guy of Kevin... Don't get me wrong. If you're a Memphis fan, you should hate yourself. Don't get me wrong. I'm just here to shine a little light and maybe give a spin 
to those Memphis fans. Like Memphis going all in for Kevin Durant and trading away their young pieces. I like you can justify it as you don't do that unless you're sure that that puts you right there. I'm not sure that just Morant and Kevin Durant and everything around them puts them right there in the West. Whereas if Boston got Kevin Durant with Tatum and where they already were, if Phoenix got Kevin Durant, there's no doubt it's championship or bust. I don't think Memphis goes and then they, they would be in a championship or bust situation just because they have Kevin Durant and he's 35 years old or whatever he is. But you should hate yourself a lot more. I guess yes. that's what I'm saying. Is that's if you're right. a, if you're a Phoenix and Boston fan, than if you are a Memphis Grizzlies fan, because two with the Memphis, what you, go ahead. One, do you think the Sixers have a chance to win the finals this year? I think they already won. They played the same round. The Grizzlies were in the same round last year. Right. Two. But, come on. <laughs> two. I, mean, I have three rebuttals. Two. I would agree with you that Durant plus Morant. Although the nicknames and the vibes would be high in Memphis. And you should probably just play for the vibes anyways, because you're Memphis, you're not winning the title. If they hadn't included Desmond Bain's name, like if they said, yes, we want Durant, but we can't give up Triple J or else there is no point to, to what you're saying. But they said they can't give up Desmond Bain. So two, you're Memphis, you're an idiot. And and third, uh, third would be... I don't remember what the I was going to say. Boston's the Miamis. I don't know. But third, just like go get Kevin Durant is, is just my gut feeling on, on a lot of this stuff. If you, so, are, if you are one of 15 Brooklyn fans, you should be sending a oh, Go ahead. I got it. Yeah. Uh, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Derek Rose. Three superstar, hyper fun point guards in their young prime. And what were what were they missing? Kevin Durant. The one time Russell Westbrook's ever had deep extended success was with Kevin Durant. John Wall never had that superstar wing, and and neither did Derrick Rose. So no, Derrick Rose had Lou Aldang. The, the Lakers made him like a superstar. You need superstar wings, and and that's exactly what the Grizzlies don't have. So that's why yes, you have Bane, yes, you have Triple J, but like you need a superstar. It's a wings league. The God Himself said it. So. It's a, win, it's, it's a win or loss. It's a what, what do they say on the jump? That's just like the most no shit comment of all. Oh, it's a make or miss league. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you score. But what I was going to say is the, the, the funny aspect of all this. So it's been reported that the, the market wasn't what Brooklyn had expected for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If you are a Brooklyn Net fan, congratulations. You're now a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. Because... What the Timberwolves traded for Rudy Gobert just set the market ablaze and made it impossible for a fair market trade for Kevin Durant. Like that Rudy Gobert trade is going to still, it's going to be one of the funnier things for the next five years. Yeah. Now I can say that now, but we have a whole season of Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving and Kevin. Well, definitely not a whole season of Ben Simmons, <laughs> Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin like Durant. If the NBA season starts in about two months from today, you're telling me there's no Wait, chance then. With who? Uh, I don't know who starts it. I think Philly, Boston. If I'm got it, yeah. Um, you're telling me in two months' time, which will now have been the Hawks series was in like June, so that's twelve, and then it's it's seventeen months. You're telling me Ben Simmons won't be on the floor game one? No, he's clear for three on three. But we need five on five. Like, is he really not going to play game one? If he doesn't play game one, when does he play? 
I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, I, I need him. To, you have the, they're floating the idea of him playing at center. Um, but how do, you, how do you see this Nets season playing out? I think they don't play. It'll be one of those things where. Like, can you, like, they have all, they have so much talent on that team, Jack, but like, you know how this league works. You know how it's just dramatic. Like, just look to the future. Attempt to look in the future. There's no way in hell the kumbaya of the Brooklyn Nets is them lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy. Like, that's just I, not how this shit plays out in the NBA. I think it'll be a little less dramatic than last season. COVID obviously was, was insane. Oh, Harden, Simmons, yeah. Harden, all of it. So I think it'll be a little less played out there. I don't think they'll spend a ton of time on the court together. They Maybe won't play, spend a ton of time on national TV either. 13 <laughs> games. Or they, they'll spend a lot of time with their families on Christmas. For That's sure. Nice. Th 30 to 40 games together, if that. I think they'll be great in those minutes because I really do think Ben is a perfect fit for what they're trying to accomplish there. Kind of covers up a lot. Mm -hmm. I think Steve Nash should get fired at some point in the season. And then what will happen? They'll be the five seed. They'll be the three seed. They won't be the one or like, they're not going to win 60 plus games. They'll be in the mix and everyone will be like, well, okay, it's go time. If they put it all together. Oh, if there's and nothing they, better than the, if they put it all together teams. Right. And, and that stuff just like you said, has a team ever put it together. They, they rarely put it together. I, I think like the Rams were a good eh, example. I guess Boston, but they had the half the regular season to put it together. They had, but Theirs was they, less had Derek. they had Derek. They had the same pieces though, for the most part. And that's Derek. where the Rams had the same pieces. They add Von Miller, they add Odell, but they still have that core. In Brooklyn, you've got this moving core. Kyrie Irving literally doesn't want to play. Kevin Durant will suffer some minor injury, miss 12 games. He'll play 60. He'll be good. He'll get his tweets off. Let's talk about the real team in New York though. Abe, when you were leading off this podcast, what's on your mind? You said that, that, that NYC finally did it. They brought a star to New York. I think what the Knicks finally did was get their guy in Donovan Mitchell. And the reason I know what did I miss what, what did I miss? The reason I know that it's going to happen sooner rather than later is because one Shims, the actual insider in the NBA world. So there's no such thing as Woj bombs anymore. There no. there just isn't. Woj they're bombs Woj, are canceled. They're, they're like For, Woj grenades at best. Woj whistles. Yeah, Woj whistles. Uh, so, one, Shams reported that the two sides are talking to him. Everyone knows what the deadlines are. One, uh, Jazz don't want to go to the season with Mitchell because he'll decrease their chances of getting Wanyama. And then, two, the Knicks want to get him into summer camp with the team practicing, obviously. so And priority Knicks lies with Leon and Labor Day weekend at the beach. Exactly. So, once Labor Day clears in two weekends, we can probably start really talking – Two, the reason I know that Mitchell will be a Nick is because Ainge is trying everything. He's tried to float that the Knicks, you know, offered seven first round picks. He's tried to float that the Lakers are now interested. The Cavs, like how desperate. there was also a report that there was also a report that just said Danny Ainge has reported or said that two other teams have made offers for he didn't name two other teams. Yeah, what are those teams? Because I would the love Yankees to and the hear. Mets. I would love to hear what the Cleveland Cavaliers are offering. And and Cavs fans are gonna be like, bro, like we have we have good pieces. Yeah, that you're not fucking trading for Donovan Mitchell. You're not trading Garland, you're not trading Jared Allen, and you're not trading Evan Sign and Mobile. trade, sexton, picks. You never know. 
That's never happening. Everyone knows the Knicks have the absolute stone cold best offer. And at this point, if Danny Ainge doesn't get off his high horse because he can't lose a trade and he'll feel like anything less than, than Gobert is a loss, I'll go into the season with this team. We have Emmanuel quickly, superstar. We have Obi Toppin, superstar. And the fact that Quentin Grimes is now the person that we won't trade, that's literal insanity. There's one Ship there's, him off. But there's one name you haven't mentioned that I've that I've seen. I think I've seen the Knicks like brass. I said, is this the Ainge? new thing? Is this Ainge? Is, is is this Ainge? The Knicks brass. Some within the organization not only don't think that RJ Parrott is worth a rookie max extension, but also they would rather include him than the likes of a Quentin Grimes, or they are now open to moving RJ Barrett to that. You say? Uh, I, hey, my... Hate to see him go. Love to watch him leave. No, it's not one of those. RJ, I think, it, like, advanced analytics says he's not oh. as good. Uh, real basketball, you see a lot of potential. Like, he gets to the rim. He can score 20 a night, but he can't make a lap or a free throw. <laughs> so, it, it's complicated with him. I If if they're considering me, Nick Sprass, like ben my, Simmons-y. my take on this is I would rather trade RJ and two first than I would trade – Grimes quickly, Obi M5 first. Because what do you do? You save draft picks. You you get three bullets in the chamber as opposed to just one with Barrett. And you save that max contract. So as Emiliano here, who's uninformed, misinformed, and and unfortunately might get blocked by me, says all that to just barely make a play. And yes, the Knicks, Knicks will just barely make a play. In. But if you trade Barrett and only two picks and you have all those pieces and you've saved that max slot that you were going to have to pay him, and then Randall is gone the year after, and Toppin is averaging. Why haven't we floated? Why haven't we floated Jalen Brunson's name in these spider trade talks? He can't be traded, and no. and neither should we trade the 15th best point guard in the league on the 15th most expensive point guard salary. So that's my take on spider. <laughs> it's, all, it's all it's all proportion. It's all proportional. It's all relative. At this point, I don't know when it goes down, but let's go to Philly, where Daryl Morey has has made a proposal that to whom. That I am very intrigued by, and I think we discussed. Daryl Morey's tweet from uh, August 19th, five days ago, said, Proposal for baseball. Hmm. Whichever team is behind is the only one who bats until they tie or take the lead. When games are tied, everything proceeds as normal. Once the team behind comes back, then the team that gets back to bat proceeds from the last inning they had. No one's going to be able to follow that off the audio. So I use an example. The Phillies are playing the Orioles. The Phillies are the away team. The Orioles are the home team. The Phillies uh, score one in the top of the first. The Orioles are at bat. They're down one to zero. They get three outs. They now use inning two of their at bat. They, if they don't score, then they use inning three of their at bat. If they don't score, they use inning four of their at bat. So then if the game is tied, the Phillies now are back up. Top two for their batting. The idea being... If, if the Phillies are up 6 nothing and the Orioles are never going to score, right, six runs, why do the Phillies have to come up to bat? This would quicken the game a ton. I actually think it's a really interesting proposal. It would fuck with everything with betting and stats and everything. I, I was going to say betting, records, contract, yeah, everything. All that would, but when you talk pace of play, it kind of, like, makes a lot of sense because uh, it's an untimed sport. And so you can't do it in basketball. You can't do it in football. You can't do it in other sports. But in baseball, it makes sense. Like, let's, 
I think it's tough for people to conceptualize when you think of a full game, but let's talk like you're in the seventh inning, right? And the Phillies are up 10 to two. Is there any reason for the Phillies? Usual. Yeah. (laughs) Is there any reason for the Phillies to go up and bat in the eighth or the ninth? Or should they, should the Orioles just hit in seven, eight, nine? If they don't get to 10 runs, the game is over. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. So I liked mm, Daryl Morey's proposal. I, I, I raised one issue with it, that being pitchers and rests in between innings. 100%. That was, that was probably the most logical, uh, I guess, break. I think you could potentially rest your pitcher. Like maybe you do hit in a top third. Maybe you do take a four-minute break. But there's some times where – I don't know. I I, I think Listen, that it's would... the most innovative GM in sports. Like what can you, you can't right. really poke, poke a hole in his proposal that much. That being said, is, is baseball doing okay, relatively speaking, right now? Mm, relatively, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. You almost had me there for a sec. Just because it's like the Phillies are relevant, the Orioles are relevant, the New York team's relevant. So in our world, there's a little more – I think they're doing, I guess, a little better job focusing on players. But, like, I posted a tweet a couple weeks ago. The MLB account on Twitter with 13 live baseball games didn't post a highlight in over an hour. Like, that's so incredibly unrealistic and ridiculous at this point in time. Like, how are you not promoting the game, your own sport, some everyone's watching baseball. We've got clippers all over the country who are who are just grabbing like sea level footage and posting it to their 400 followers. Like you're the at MLB account. This is how you grow the game. Make things relevant. The the NFL preseason game. The the what was it? Um, what was the preseason game that was going on at the same time as the Field of Dreams game? I don't think it was Hall of Fame game. Point is, no one watched that shit. And actually. Everyone oh, it was watched also it. Cubs Reds. It was Cubs Reds. I understand, but it was the most uh, most watched baseball game of the season, and more people watched the preseason game. So no, baseball well, is football, not doing football is king. So still preseason but football. I do want to establish something, Jack. We're headed into September. We're headed into October soon. MLB is coming to an end. Playoffs are starting. Um, I know the, the Orioles are your team. Two and a half games out right now. The Yankees are your playoff team. You've added uh, the That's Mets. Not true. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to take a stand. I was going to let me finish my question real quick. Yeah. You've added that the Yankees have been your playoff team the last few years where mm-hmm. you, you ride your bleacher creature, you ride them, Garrett Cole. Yes. Um, and you've added the Mets to the chamber. You've claimed yep. the Mets now. Um, Subway series just happened. Uh, your Yankees took three straight swept from your two, Mets two, two. two swept, took two straight from your Mets. Uh, so you went 0 and two and two and all in the weekend. Jack, I'm I'm cool with you claiming the Orioles and a New York team. The Yankees and the Mets is where we need to have a discussion. <laughs> we need to talk about your stance heading into October. So we actually discussed this at, at Maddie's birthday party last night, a little birthday dinner. So they really get invited. That's pretty wild. Well, you're not in New York yet. Uh, you'll be invited in the future, but. We discussed this because he's a Mets fan. I was with a Yankee fan. And and then also Benny, who's a Yankee fan. And the the conversation so you, was... So you dapped them all up. 
<laughs> the convers and they were playing last night. So the conversation was Jack turns the one guy at the table, big dub, turns to another side going, We're so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation is like a month ago, maybe six weeks to eight weeks ago at this point. The Yankees were the team you wanted. Like they were the they were winning team. at historical pace. Judge was the MVP. And over the past month, it's been the Mets. They've held off the Braves. The Grom's back. They're the fun team. And and what I said was, I'm planning Eric on making Cole a sucks. Right. I'm planning on making a stand for the playoffs. But there's a lot of baseball between now and then. Today, it would be the Mets. I would roll with the Mets even after losing two to the Yankees. But by late September, early October, I don't know who that's going to be. I. I I have think you considered have you considered claiming pitchers and not teams? Like, what if you claim Scherzer, Degrom, and Cole, and you ride just depending on that day? It's not a bad take. What, what if they play the same day? You got both teams. AL oh, now. so you're you're allowing that, but I can't grab both teams. <laughs> just I'm just trying to think of the most asshole thing you can do, so that no matter what, you win. You're Okay, Jack, as a, as, a, as a Mets and Yankees fan, as of today, August 24th, h- how do you feel about these teams? Who's more likely to get it done? Wh- where do you see these teams going? Your teams, I should say. Yeah. Including the, Mets, the Orioles. Including the Orioles. So the Orioles are, are very, very good. If, and, like, <laughs> genuinely very good. Since, they, since they've called up Rutschman, which is now a three-month sample size, the best team in the AL East, which is incredible. It really is for a team that is spending $30 million this year. So I'm excited on them. Our schedule is so brutal down the stretch and no one in the AL wildcard race is seemingly losing. It just feels like, you know, we've won two in a row. We made up no ground in the race. It's just very tough right now to kind of, to get in. So I don't, I think we'll fall just short, but what a season, like an incredibly exciting season for the Orioles. So if we get in and we're facing the Yankees, like like you said, you'll be there with me in a Trey Mancini Orioles jersey, uh, cheering very loudly. And you against... can't you can't heckle a guy in a Trey Mancini jersey. No, the, guy, no. the guy beat cancer. Right, exactly. You put on so, a Rickton or a Rafael Palmero. Yeah, have your have yeah. your waves with me, but Trey Mancini. Don't touch me. Don't touch that. So I think if the Orioles make it, that's the case. If they don't, the Yankees. When Stanton comes back, it'll it'll be a true moment of like, okay, does this team have the pieces and they're healthy? They made moves at the deadline. Has Stanton played in the minors yet? Has he had his rehab assignment? I don't think so. He's dealing with uh, Achilles tendonitis. So yeah, one one MVP had a rehab assignment last night. Just hits. That's such bull. So for those who I'll fill you in. Bryce Harper has been out for two months, did his first rehab assignment at Lehigh Valley last night for the AAA Phillies team. Two home runs. Like, if you're the pitcher in that AAA team and you, Bryce Harper comes up to bat, you just throw your arms up, right? I did see a very, very funny tweet from a uh, – this is the best part about sports and just like corporate America nowadays is that the the social accounts are are taken are loosening the ties and taking off the suits. The Gwinnett Stripers, who the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs played last night, tweeted at after Bryce's second home run in the eighth inning, Harper homers again to extend our deficit to nine to, to nine five. Listen, if you only count the at bats by people with less than two National League MVPs, we would be tied. 
Life's about perspective. <laughs> like that's the type of shit that as a minor league team you got to appreciate. Probably their most highly performed tweet from the Gwinnett Strippers. Um, but the Phils are a wagon. Bryce is coming back, and we're we're coming for the pennant. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go Phils. Uh, and then Can't my Mets. My Mets, who who still lead the Phillies in the race for the NL East, can't can't beat the Mets. The Mets, I don't trust their hitting. Like I like Alonzo, I don't trust him. I like Marte, I don't trust him. I like Lindor, I don't trust him. So I don't trust the hitting to put together runs when it matters. But they have trust, two guys. They do you have trust two their guys ligaments, there. right? Do you trust their ligaments? At this point, I, I told you, Scherzer already got hurt. DeGroms was on the IL all year. Oh, this is prime I, shutdown season. Like, you're just entering the next, like, three-week window. Yes, but, like, he's he's fine for now. They have two pitchers, and they have a closer who literally you just can't get runs off of nine times out of ten. Nine performances out of ten. There will be those, those one-offs. So, I'd rather go in with those pitchers than with Judge and Stanton and the Yankees falling short recently in a Can tougher. You, I'll, I'll, I'll allow you the next, we'll call it month, to evaluate each one of your MLB teams. But can you stand here today and assure me that going into the playoffs in MLB, outside of you will only you will only deal, no. you will only have one New York team? No, I definitely cannot make that promise. It's just not possible at this point in time. Okay, that's fair. Eagleson, let's close this puppy out. Uh, I mean, we oh. already talked, dude. What do you, are you, so, what are you so excited? <laughs> I mean, did I, I was looking through more clips, and Tua was slinging it. If you guys, I, I went and found them. If you guys want, so you're see in them. on Tua. I'm in. I went through them and I became in. Also, did you guys watch the uh, cover release for the NHL game? You know, I yeah. happened. I had. Ha- I happened to was miss that. It. So it said X Factor cover. Was that? Is that the real cover? Yes. Or is that? It's the real cover. They use surfers. So bad. I know. I don't. Yeah. No I happened. I happened to miss it this year. That's crazy. Weird, Abe. Normally, <laughs> yeah. you're on top. of Crazy. That, so. I missed the NHL cover. NHL. What is it? Twenty three. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Because I'm confused. Maybe the worst cover ever. Why did they call it X Factor edition? Um, I don't know. What, just one edition of the game. What am I looking at? They they like, found what? two Cali surfers and said, "Hey, come on the cover of, of Zegras and Nurse." I don't get it. So Trevor Zegras, he's like one wow. of the top young guys in the league. Like he's growing the game. I expected him to be on the cover. Honestly, that's who I thought was going to be on it. But then, okay, can you Sarah give Nurse. me? Can you give me an example of? Uh, I know you don't really watch the NBA, so we'll do the NFL in terms of like if they were going to put a a quarterback on the cover, who is the not like, like that's Trevor Zegra. So he was drafted, like, like young guy. He was drafted coming. two or three picks after the Leafs or what? <gasps> uh, Leafs were actually picking way later that draft. They couldn't have even touched them because uh, they lose in the first round. Remember? Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway, this yeah, looks like surfers. There's like palm trees in the back for a hockey video game. What I don't get it. That? Who's cider? Like, what? Marit Sider. Oh, a fake one. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I happened to miss the... Uh, the... <laughs> the cover release? Is happened... 21... Wait. Come through? Wait, you know what I actually <laughs> saw? This is poverty, and this has nothing to do with the NHL. I don't know how... He's the guy who had that sick goal. But first of like, all, uh, I actually one. like forgot for a second, Jack, that Jabari Smith went first overall in the NBA draft because there's been he zero... Didn't. He didn't. 
Oh, right. He should have. <laughs> Fuck you, Woj. He went second. He should have gone first. There was zero coverage of him in the summer league. There's been zero talk about him. It's all been Paolo slurping off DeJounte Murray, that type of stuff. And then I went to, I saw Jabari Smith's Twitter. It came up on my timeline the other day. No blue check. And I think less followers than you. I tweeted out, I did a tweet storm and a LinkedIn storm about this, that none of these guys are verified on Twitter. What are their agents doing? Is it their agents? Is it their managers? Is it whatever agent manager? Same thing. Kevin Durant is it literally owns NBA Twitter. And you're a top three pick in the NBA draft, and you're you're not even verified. It's it it upset me. KD has been on KD's been on a little tweet storm yeah. these last twenty four yeah. to forty eight hours. Hold I up. Real, I love it. Let's let's finish this. What Eagles? What is this? What? Who is this guy? Is he good? He's good. Uh, do you remember? It was like super viral. He had a lacrosse goal, and then he also had a crazy one that we talked about on here. No comments on exa- Sarah. No comments he, on Sarah Nurse. She's pretty good. Here we go. Having a female on the Trevor. cover. Are they like the first. This better be the sickest goal ever. And they score on sick. the Across <laughs> assist. Yeah, remember illegal. that one? That, that, that was him. No, I actually I actually did forget that. <laughs> so he did it we again. About right it on here. Did he, he do it again, right? Never so never never uh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, that was a great play that he just made, though, in the neutral zone. Didn't have any Dude, uh, why are we watching hockey? We're done with hockey. We're done with hockey. He's the Justin <laughs> Herbert of the NHL, which means he'll probably ruin Eagleson's life soon enough. <laughs> Solid chance. Um, all right, Eagleson, congrats to the Finns on winning a huge preseason uh, practice matchup today. Any final thoughts? Hater count. Jack won. Abe zero. Good boy today, Abe. That's a dub. That's a dub, baby. It's definitely incorrect. He literally made you pull up the Tua underthrow and frame the entire that was thing. The, that, no, I, that I was, was I was careful picking all that stuff. I did that not want to count any of that. That was hating. film work. That was film and work. And we like we we were just oh, discussing God. what happened at training. That's camp breaking today, down X's teams. and O's, dude. That's breaking yeah. down. Like, do you think coaches hate on their play? No, they're just trying to make themselves. I'm trying there, to make there, Tua there was better. No hate. I'm trying to make but you Tua were hating better. on that uh, the Grimes guy from the Knicks. I was definitely hating on me. Him. No, Jack, that that was your one. <laughs> no, no, no. You were I talking about all like all the trade options. You're like, get this guy out of here. Why the hell is he? Yeah, here? that's. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he's very. When you trade- gave your listen, articulate Jack, listen, responses Jack's... for all the other trade options, there didn't wow. seem to be anything there. Listen, for Jack, you just wanted him change, out. You can't change the box score. Box score. We might have to challenge that later. All right, Abe. Final <laughs> thoughts. Box score is what it is. We got another one against the Finns tomorrow. You know what? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just get the better of you, those Miami Dolphins. You did, know? You, did you see what I sent to the group? Probably not. No. Solid quote. Okay. The Dolphins offense had some fucking juice to a carved up the Philly defense. Let me just bring up this guy's Twitter real quick. Yeah, I'm, uh, sure I'm sure we're leaving here with with Abe uh, as the zero. His uh, zero his eight. his bio is diehard Miami Dolphins fan. I be posting freaky shit. Very vulnerable. Stay positive. Navy veteran. <laughs> so that is some freaky shit he just posted. The Dolphins carving up anybody. Bam! Happy Kobe Bryant Day. NFL is almost back. College football is back. Fins are back. Stand back, fam. Much love. Fins up. Fins up.